hit all three heads. Uh, we have the data for each head, how each head performed. The results will shock you. Let me let me tell <laughs> the you. Results start surprising. Um, a little bit expected. A little bit surprising. But we've got great information based on different types of player types, different types of swings, and seeing how the heads perform differently. This is the Fitting Room Podcast. Here's your host, Nate Adelman. The Fitting Room is back for 2020. Happy New Year, everyone. First podcast, first Fitting Room podcast of the year. And this is the first podcast that will kick off a number of podcasts of my favorite time of the year, which is early in the year, new product season, lots to talk about. Um, this is The Fitting Room. I'm your host, Nate Adelman, alongside uh, my guy, John Milnarski. What's up, John? How's it going? What's going on, everyone? Happy New Year. How's your holidays? Great. Great. Good to be back in the swing of things. And it's exciting this time of year, John, of all the products coming, some you're allowed to talk about, some you're not supposed to talk about. How would you rank our topic today, which is the Maverick Woods? Gotta be at the top of the list. Everyone likes talking about drivers, woods. I mean, driver is sexy. Let's let's be real about it. That's what That's what we're after. Everyone's chasing yardage. Speaking of... Exciting. <laughs> we have the one and only what a segue. Uh, Yodi Nevs, Dave Neville, uh, Senior Director of Everything, uh, All Products and Brand Management. Dave, Fitting Room Regular, Podcast Hero, here to break it down for us. Maverick Woods, talk to me about your excitement for Maverick Woods. Oh, it's off the charts. A scale of 1 to 10, it's 112. It's 112. I mean, <laughs> we, it feels like we've been working on these uh, woods, these drivers, the whole Maverick family for so long to finally be in launch season to get it out there to the public. I am super pumped. Okay, so we're going to get to that in a second. Um, a public service announcement. For those of you who are fitting room regulars, you know that when Dave is on the show... He, he brings the heat, but he also brings a lot of props and a lot of toys, which is no exception today. So we've got tons of clubs in here, club heads, break aparts, cross cuts. We've faces. Got, we got faces only, um, and we've got a bunch of cool graphics as well. So if you are in the position to uh, head on over to YouTube, this podcast can also be seen as a video on YouTube. It's not required. We'll explain everything. If you're listening to the audio, that's no problem as well. But you might see some cool stuff uh, if, if you do go to the YouTube channel, CallawayGolf.com slash podcast, or hit us up on our Callaway channel on YouTube. Um, so that, that, that could assist with what we're talking about today. But let's start at the top here, Dave. Let's break down just an overview of the Maverick family of woods. Yeah, so Maverick family of woods, I mean, the big story here uh, is AI and what we've done with AI over the past year. So we all know last year with Epic Flash, it was our first driver ever designed with a flash face using AI. Now, just in the past year, we've more than doubled our investment in artificial intelligence. And so what that's allowing us to do is having unique face for each of the models. And we're going to talk about each of the models. And not only each of the models, but like when you look at the fairway woods, each of the loss of each of the models has a unique face because they each have a, a job to do. So the the face is, uh, you know, it's very unique, different, rippled type of, of face. In order to do that, we had to use high strength materials. So we have 
all new high strength materials in these faces. And we even have a big time shape story around the, the Maverick uh, standard, which we can talk about more. So there's just a lot going on with these woods, with the driver uh, in particular, but it all starts with AI and artificial intelligence. So you referenced a standard model. Talk me mm-hmm. through, let's, we'll start with the driver. Uh, talk me through the models available in the Maverick driver. Yeah, so we have three uh, models available, and we'll start with the Maverick standard. So this is going to be our fastest head. This is the one that features the cyclone shape, kind of a mid-spin. It's got a little bit of draw bias to it. It is a very, very fast head, and we're going to talk more uh, about that but because of the, the shape. And, of course, it's got the AI face, the Flash face uh, SS20. So that's the standard. And then we have the Sub-Zero. And what the Sub-Zero has been all about the last few generations is this idea of high high MOI with low spin. So we're continuing that, but what we've done is we've really put a shape that we learned a lot from, from Tour over the past year. So this Sub-Zero D that was out on Tour, the Triple Diamond it was called, we learned a lot from that. That's integrated now into this Maverick head. It's a little bit smaller, it's 450cc, you got the front back waiting. We can talk more about that, that's fitter's dream right there. Of course, you still have the flash face SS20. So that is the Sub-Zero, typically for your better player, but really for someone who wants to knock off spin. And then we have a Max, which is an all-new driver. Really, two drivers in one, <sighs> Johnny M. Um, covering a lot of bases there. Yeah, we're covering a lot of bases. So you know, as uh, doing so many fittings, the Rogue Draw was a huge, huge hit for us. It Massive. was a dedicated draw model really helped for players who were fighting the the slice or fighting the rights if they were a right-handed uh golfer now we really have two drivers in in one so we have a, a large shape very forgiving very easy to hit if you put the heavy weight which is 14 grams in the heel you have a driver that's even more draw capable than rogue draw if you put the heavy weight in the back you have the highest moi driver we've ever made the easiest to hit so if if you got a player who's kind of uh struggling, hitting the ball all over the face. Um, The Max is going to be right for them. But we've got some more nuggets about Max to talk about because, uh, you know, uh, Nate and I will do a little preview of a future Fitting Room podcast here. So Mm. that's your your driver family. You've got the Standard, the Sub-Zero, and the Max. And just to add a little bit of color on that, too, for for the the fitting situation, right? Um, If you are interested in one of these new drivers and you want to get fit for it and you may not necessarily have the time to be able to swing all three, right? Spend the time with with the person you're working with. Do your research. Figure out exactly what head shape, what CG, what what line goal characteristics, because they're all going to vary. Spend the time. You may not be able to hit all three, but do the research and, uh, and, and speak with a, a qualified individual, a fitter, someone that you know that's going to be able to help lead you in the right direction to help narrow down that head search. So let's break that down, actually. So between the three, Dave, how would you split it out? Is it on head speed? Is it on handicap? Is it on shot shape? Is it on attack and path? What would be the primary factors to consider? Well, there's, uh, there's going to be uh, a lot of different factors to consider, which goes back to the whole idea of going out and getting fit. But the way we've been talking about it is really starting with the standard head because this is going to fit a majority of players. We think 60 to 70% of players are going to fit into the standard model because it's a mid-spin. It's got some draw to it. It's an extremely fast head. It's the fastest head that we have. It's the longest driver that, that we've ever made. So this is going to fit 
a lot of different uh, players, and then you can kind of branch out from 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 there. So if you're a high speed player that tends to be a high spin player as well, you want to take a look at the at the sub zero in particular, especially if you tend to hit the ball very solid center of the face, kind of like Nate, not really like mm. me. Um, <laughs> you might want to look at the the, the sub zero model, and then the max model is just really a unique uh, animal. So first of all, for players who are really fighting that slice, they they can go to the max. They can put the hosel in the draw setting. They can put the weight in the heel, and that's that's going to give you about twenty yards of shot shape correction, which is absolutely that is massive, uh, massive, massive. Yeah. I mean, that's taking people who are in the woods and bringing them back into the rough or maybe into the into the fairway but it's also with that weight in the back because it's so high moi and just easier to launch it's going to be for for a player maybe they're they want to they need that extra launch you know um maybe they need a little bit extra spin that's where the the max is going to come in so we see that as probably going to be the second most fit uh head between the three and the sub-zero being being the third I have a th- I have a theory. I have a theory that yeah. the, the the max is going to sneak up on some people as being uh, almost a cult following. the The standard head is insanely good, and I think from a size and shape standpoint, it's the most uh, probably approachable head size. It's got the new cyclone shape, which helps for air with arrow. Uh, the max is definitely a bigger footprint, but it's it's no slouch. It's fast. Yeah, I think one thing we want to make sure that people know is the max is not just a high handicap uh, club. There will be tour players who will use the max, you know, and we're even working on a tour version um, of the max. And a lot of you know single digit handicappers will be best fit into the max as well. So it's not something that you say, oh, you got to be twenty handicap or above, you you got to go into the max automatically. It's not that way. Uh, the max. Is is a great club and you like you said it's gonna it's gonna sneak up with some people dave can we dive a little bit deeper some of the early feedback we've been hearing is about how consistent it is right and i think when they're talking consistency they're talking about spin and spin robustness what what uh what do you accredit that to is it is it face design is it cg what about it is is creating that and why are we seeing it yeah so let's dig into this uh you guys ready to go deep here you ready to go to 401 level john here? john just said my favorite fitting room word uh robustness so robustness. I'm, I'm in i'm ready yeah that is the key word here because the term that we're using on the Maverick standard head is unconventional forgiveness. So when you think of conventional forgiveness, you think of a big shape, a big body, like kind of like what the rogue standard model would be, or even uh, the max. What we're trying to do with the Maverick standard model is get forgiveness in an unconventional way. And it starts with the face and with the face, because of this AI design face, the speed robustness of the face is absolutely incredible. The best speed robustness we've ever had in the Callaway no, you have driver. the face so sh- hold it up to the camera which camera right here uh, hold it up um, on the hand uh, the arm of your chair yeah, right, right there, there. okay there. Um, great so you have all these ripples and the and bumps and it's not intuitive and it's unique for each of the different uh, models and what that's doing is giving you ball speed robustness across the face so no, no matter where you hit it across the face it's going to keep that ball speed high typically when you get off center you lose a lot of ball speed whether you hit it in the heel or the or the toe the flash face ss20 is different we used a high strength material here it's very robust so you have that ball speed robustness 
business. And then, John, as we were talking about before, this idea of spin rate robustness is is key. So if you hit it off center, you don't want to go from something that's optimal that might be 2400 RPM, 2300, and then drop down to 16 or 1700 RPM. So by having this, this cyclone shape, we're able to position the CG more forward than we typically would. And that gives you very good uh, spin rate robustness. So we have both speed robustness and spin robustness. It's kind of the ultimate thing for you, Nate. And my early feedback from hitting it from a feel standpoint, say take the numbers out of it, is heel to toe, it's extremely, extremely stable. And when you, you know, some drivers, you hit it off the toe and it feels like it twists in your hand because you hit it, you know, so far off center. This club, it doesn't seem to care where you hit it the club is physically not going to slip out of your hand when you don't, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's very, very stable. And the feel and the sound is very consistent across the face as well as the trajectory. Yeah. Two things to, to mention there. So the face itself is very stable, but the body because of the jailbreak and the cyclone shape is an extremely, extremely stable shape. So you just don't get that, that twisting and we're getting forgiveness. Downrange dispersion is tighter in a different and, and unique way. And then something you mentioned on the sound. So I will admit on the Epic Flash, we had kind of mixed feedback on, on the sound, particularly some of the fitters who fit indoors, like you've done in the, in the, yeah, the in, in the, in the, past I, be- I believe you had earplugs <laughs> <laughs> the um the acoustics of the epic flash were pretty pretty loud and so one of the things we did uh with the maverick is we used ai and we applied it to the sound for the very first time so we're calling that acoustic ai so the ai designed where the ribs would go inside of the head and really put it in some really unique places that we wouldn't have otherwise uh done so the sound is incredible and especially all across Across the face, no matter where you hit it, you have a really consistent sound. It kind of getting back to that Callaway, really powerful Callaway sound. Literally no stone unturned, right? Speed, spin, forgiveness, look, sound, feel, all of the above. That's why I'm so excited about this drive. I mean, so many details. Um, Doc Hawk, Evan Gibbs, the entire engineering team put into this uh, the, uh, driver. It's absolutely incredible. So let's get to uh, what our audience I know cares a lot about shaft options shafts oh yeah actually before we get to that we i just want to touch a little um uh sorry i got ahead of myself there okay sub-zero head we haven't talked much about that this one is a little bit of a return to a smaller footprint yes a return to a a smaller footprint based on what we learned from the triple diamond head uh, this year the other thing that we we brought back is the front back weighting which we had uh with rogue as well and i know you've been a fan of that john in in the past uh we're seeing about two to three hundred rpm of spin difference between having the weight in the front versus the back is that what you've seen in in the past pretty much spot on yeah and and that's critical when in a fitting situation doing that fine tune adjustment analysis that is that is a big deal and and to be able to have that luxury it goes a long way and we were talking with uh, Garrett Pond, who fits down at the Ely Callaway Performance Center yesterday, and he was saying that that front back throw, he's seeing even more uh, than two to three hundred. He said it's three to three fifty that he's seeing spin rate difference front to back. So that's pretty significant. You get somebody who's who's high speed, but they're spinning it too much. You can put that weight in the front. You're going to get a little bit lower trajectory, and you're going to get a lot less spin. So that so. So if you've been a Sub-Zero player in the past, 
I guess the takeaway is you still might be, yeah. but don't sleep on the other two models yeah. um, because it, this one is a little more compact. Uh, still going to be the best option for reducing spin as much as possible. If I had a guy who came in and they were Epic Flash Sub-Zero and they would say, which model is right for me, I would still start them with the standard. Mm. I would still start there. You have the, the Sub-Zero, of course, but uh, some of the advantages you can get with the Cyclone Aero shape of the standard are worth trying in a fitting environment. Yep. Okay, so let, let's uh, we'll, we'll quit the teasing. Let's get to the shafts. Yeah, when people love love the shafts. So we're covering all the way from forty grams all the way up to uh, eighty grams. So really, really wide, really premium offering. That's what we try to do uh, with Callaway. All of these are aftermarket shafts. Our lightweight offering is the UST helium shaft. Uh, the helium black so probably one of the best lightweight shafts that is out there in the market so we have that in the 40 and 50 gram class our up the gut shaft is a brand new shaft the even flow riptide so even flow has done extremely well for us but the riptide is a new um, offering where they have some really high-end carbon fibers in there hexel uh, fibers which helps with the the stability of it but always even flow is known for the feel and the feel of the shaft is incredible so we have that in the 50 and 60 gram class and then the the Aldola the the Rogue um, the Rogue White 130 MSI the 130 the big boy um, 130 stands it's material per square inch is what the MSI stands for and they've had 110s in the past the 130 is really the top of their line that was like a tour only for yeah a while. it was a tour only um, they've they've had this actually out on tour but it's just being commercially launched uh, to the market now it's done extremely well on tour the White which is the version that we have is kind of the mid-launch mid-spin so the black version which Mickelson has played in the in the past has been a counterbalance and the silver is their like super super stout I would call the rebar version but the white is very stout low torque um, but still playable a mid-launch mid-spin that's really for the better players we've gotten that in a 60 gram a 70 gram and even an 80 gram uh, which we mostly will have in the fairway woods but hey Nate if you want to put that in your driver in the big stick go for it We'll get to the fairways in one second. What about grip grip options? So the grip, um, we're bringing the grip that we had on the, the Epic Forge irons, our ultra premium irons, which is the Tor Velvet Align Silver. So we were the launch partner with Golf Pride on the Tor Velvet Align. The Align we had uh, this past year with the Epic Flash, great feedback on the Align. Even from the, the fitting standpoint, people seem to, to love it. Just makes it very, very easy to, to set up your hands on the grip. So we've got the Tor Velvet Align grip and uh, it makes the whole cosmetic of the club look incredible. Now, John, you were mentioning um, before we started that you had some inside intel in some feedback, some early feedback from whether it's tour players or testing or what. Yeah, yeah so just amongst the, the fitting team, I, I just, you know, asking, hey, what are you seeing in the field? What are you noticing from all the travel you've been doing? Um, and, and pretty much exactly what, you know, what Dave has kind of been alluding to. It seems like early out of the gates, the standard Maverick head, kind of the leader in the clubhouse, like you said, 60, 70%. Um, but again, still covering all the options that are needed between the Sub-Zero and the Max. Um, Shaft-wise, I mean, early out of the gates, it seems like players are gravitating towards the, uh, the Riptide. Not quite sure if it's okay. because of the spec or the weight or whatever it is but but so far out of the gates um you know seeing great results with that and and uh again i know it's early in the season but so far so good yeah one thing i wanted to uh, bring up from a fitting standpoint we've gotten this question um to some of the retailers that we've shown the club 
what about the slider? You know, the, the slider and the Epic Flash was was very, very popular. We think with the Maverick lineup, with having the Max, which is like two clubs in one, having the Sub-Zero and having the Standard, we're actually able to fit more golfers with that setup than just having two drivers with the with mm. the slider. The slider is great. We are not uh, against the, the slider. I mean, we've talked about animal style on this show in the, in the past. It works on one dimension, which is the left to right shot shape dimension. With Maverick, with the three different heads, what you have is you've got launch angle, you've got shot shape, you've got spin rate. We feel like we're, we're able to fit an even wider audience by having the three drivers. Okay, so this podcast would be plenty enough with just the driver, but we're only halfway through. Wow. So this is going to, I want to tee up the fairway wood for you. Um, see the pun there? Yeah. Uh, okay. So I'm going to intro the fairway wood for you. And this is a very unofficial, unofficial study that I've done. But, you know, a, usually the driver gets a lot of the uh, attention. It gets a lot of the ad dollars. It gets a lot of the uh, homepage takeovers. But internally, talking to R&D and talking to uh, people who have tested it, the fitters, the people down at the test center working with, with the athletes, um, the club they've been talking about more than any has been the fairway. The drivers are exceptional, but the fairway has really be, been a point of conversation. Why is that? It's one of those clubs where you talk to the R&D guys and they get that like twinkle in their eye um, <laughs> about it. They're really, really proud about this fairway wood. And I have to go back a couple generations when we had the X-Hot. That was the first fairway wood that we put a face cup into. And immediately it went to number one. And we've been number one in fairways ever since then. Then with Rogue, we put Jailbreak in the fairway for the very first time. We had a similar type of leap in performance and we sold a ton of rogue you know 20 to 20 perfect score on the on the hot list the fitters absolutely loved it now we're we're having this fully optimized flash face for the first time in a fairway wood and we're seeing that similar type of uh, of jump. It's absolutely incredible. And one thing that is really cool about the fairway woods is you have a unique face for every single model and then every loft uh, of every model, which is just an incredible achievement. Just one year later from where we had one flash face and that was it in the, in the driver. And we applied what we learned to the fairway woods. Now we have all of these unique faces because each fairway wood is designed to do a different job. And and you mentioned you mentioned the different uh, head designs of the driver. Do the fairway woods follow suit? Is it comparable? Yeah, they they do, um, and that's what we try to do. Even with the irons and hybrids, to really try to make it line up across the board, so it'd be easy for consumers to understand, but also for for fitters. So the standard fairway wood. This is going to be our longest fairway wood. This is the one that's high high launch with uh, medium to, to low spin. It just goes forever, and we've got a ton of different models. You know, we got a three plus and a three and a four and a lot of models in the in the standard and then the sub-zero a little bit more of a compact shape like we said before you've got that front back uh waiting we we added in the the four in the sub-zero which is one we didn't have before but the really unique and different fairway wood model is the max model mm -hmm. so it's a shape that we've never had in callaway history it's a bigger shape uh, but it's not a deep face. It's a very shallow face. So it's very easy to launch the ball up 
up in the air. The other thing we did is we used AI with the face, but also in designing the shape to go along with the face so it has a lower leading edge than any fairway wood we've had in the past. And you're going to love this, John, because I know you, you fit a lot of fairway woods and people struggle to get the three wood up in the air. Am I right here? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and from what I've seen from, from some of that outdoor testing is like you said, um, out of any condition lie, right? If that ball's nestled down in the rough or you've got a tight fairway, that, that new design, how much lower that, that, that point is, this thing is so easy to get up in the air. It's been a lot of fun to see. And we have a draw fairway wood for the first time in Callaway history. So, so you have two different adjustable weights. I know you love tinkering mm. here, Nate. So you can mm -hmm. take that heavy weight, you can put that in the heel just like the driver, and you have a full-on draw bomber fairway wood. Now, Speaking of tinkering, um, these this line of clubs, so the drivers are equipped with the OptiFit hosel, so that's a method with which to adjust the club from a lying-all uh, loft uh, standpoint. The fairy woods are glued hosels, which it's kind of split. A lot of guys, especially like on tour, they say, give me the glued hosel. I want the glued hosel. So the, the tinkering from that standpoint is not – I mean, there's not as many options with – Maverick, but there's way more club head options, so yes. you can still be fit for uh, the right setup. You just won't be doing it the law fly tinkering yourself. Yeah, whenever we have a fairway wood with a fixed hosel, we tend to have more models to try to fit more more players. And by having the max fairway, so now we have that third fairway wood, and we've got a seven fairway wood there. We've got a heaven wood. We've got a nine wood. We've got an 11 wood. We've got stuff to cover everybody. The four wood is there in the sub-zero and the, and the standard model. So you you do have a fixed hosel, and it's a, it's a trade-off. So we love the adjustable hosel. So I know the fitters love it, especially to change out the shafts. Most of our research shows on fairway woods, consumers do not mess with the hosel on fairway woods. Um, and you pay a little penalty. You got a weight penalty there. So when we're trying to make the highest performing fairway wood that we can, we went with that, that fixed hosel, but we added more models so we can still have a lot of options from a fitting standpoint. Break it down shafts. The shafts are the same uh, shafts, but they're 10 grams heavier. So we started doing that, I think it was about three years ago with the original Epic, where we went 10 grams heavier with the fairway wood shafts, and that's been really, really well received. So you're going to have the UST Helium in your lightweight offering. you got your Riptide for most golfers. Uh, like John said, the feedback on that has been incredible. And then we have the Rogue White, the 130 MSI. We're going all the way up to an 80-gram X there mm -hmm. for the most for stout John. option for John. Yes. Yeah. Or no, for Tyler. Keep that thing as far away from me as possible. Please. <laughs> I don't want to hurt myself. Yeah. Producer Tyler could swing that though. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, also too, Colin following suit on what Dave was talking about covering the masses, right? That uh, Maverick Max fairway three plus three, five, seven, nine, eleven, and the heaven. I mean, everything is covered, right? And I know you've dabbled in the higher lofted, mm. you know, fairways as well, but that nine and that 11, if you have any difficulty getting the ball up in the air, <laughs> you I mean, want with this one, those things are awesome. You got to wear goggles actually with the 11 wood. <laughs> It's just for eye protection. You don't want to hit yourself. Do you know the the Easter egg of that that lineup? Do you know which one it is, 
John? Uh, are, are you a Heavenwood fan? Which one are you? No, this is um, this is not particularly for me, but in the Max, which tends to be the higher launch model, we put a 3 Plus in mm. there. So this is a Max fairway wood, but really for the better player. Because um, we, we have found that even some of the better players struggle a little bit to hit it off the deck. Sure. So you have this stronger lofted 3 Plus, but then you have the, the shape um, and the weighting of the Max, which makes it easy to launch. So it's kind of like your your better player max option there. And that's like a good driver replacement option oh, yeah. as well. You Absolute know, someone bummer. that maybe they like a shorter club or lower CG to get it off the tee. Uh, that's a that's a great option there. Now, Dave, do you see um, the opportunity or do you how would you recommend golfers go about if I get fit into the max driver, should I also go max fairways? Can I mix and match fairways? If my three wood is the standard, should I make sure my five wood is also the standard? How do you recommend guys mixing? Yeah, I would say not nece- not necessarily. You don't necessarily need to follow if your standard driver to go into the into the standard fairway. In fact, from a lot of our early fitting and even from some of our our sales pre book numbers, the max fairway is actually. Um, almost right up there with the standard um, fairway. And I think my hypothesis around that is a lot of people struggle to hit the ball um, off of the the deck with a a fairway wood, and the max just makes that really, really easy to do. You know, and yes, the standard is probably a little bit longer, but if you're getting the max, it's up in the air. If you're hitting it more solid, it's going to go further for you. And are they, Dave, are they... um all pretty much the same lengths across the board. So three wood and uh, max and standard and sub, are they all the same length? Yeah, no the lengths are the same. Okay. However, good question because the lies are a little bit different. So the lie of the max is at one degree upright from the standard, which is one degree upright from the sub zero. So the better player typically likes that that flatter lie, especially if they're trying to avoid um, you know drawing the ball too much, hooking it. Um, so, but the, the, uh, the actual length of the club is, is the same. The, the lofts are not. So you got to kind of check out the, the website or if you have the, the brochure to kind of compare the lofts. The specs link is my favorite link on any CaliGolf.com product page. Absolutely. Just clicking on the specs. Now on the driver, we didn't touch lie angle on the driver. Optifit Housel, you can adjust lie, but how about the standard lies on those? How do those vary? Same same deal where the, the max is going to be the most um, upright of the of the three, and then the standard in the middle, and then the sub-zero is going to be a little bit um, flatter, the, flatter. The, the, than those two. And then if people know with the Optifit Housel, you put it in the draw setting, you're making it more, um, more upright. Dave, do you know which model of driver and fairway you are going to personally play i do but um is that a little bit of a teaser for a future fitting room podcast so it's a little bit of a teaser so um dave and i uh went out to the test center with garrett um we hit all three heads uh we have the data for each head how each head performed we're not going to tell you today what the results were? Are you intrigued, John? I'm excited. So, I'm going to tune in. So the results will shock you. Let me let me tell <laughs> the you. Results. The results are surprising. Um, a little bit expected. A little bit surprising. But we've got great information based on different types of player types, different types of swings, and seeing how the heads perform differently for a couple different people. We're going to have about four people in there. I think we'll get numbers from Garrett. We'll get numbers from producer Tyler. John, I'd love to get numbers from you as well. We'll do it. And that will be a future podcast coming out very, very soon of the Maverick driver heads going head-to-head with different player types. 
and we'll be breaking down the numbers and you'll find out which driver head is the winner for a day for this season. That could be one of the most listened to episodes, I'm going to predict. I hope uh, so. Of 2020. Dave, uh, Dave, is it true that you're going to have a downwind driver and an into the wind driver? <laughs> two, two drivers? Well, based on what we, we found out at the ECPC, I think uh, we, we might need to do that. Um, okay, that's going to be a good one. That's going to be a good one. This was a good one. Before we sign off, guys, do you have any final words? Well, um, we preach it all the time in the fitting room, but you got to go out and get fit. I mean, more options that we've ever had from a driver and fairway standpoint, so many different things that you can tweak to get the most performance uh, out of the, these drivers. I'm predicting these are going to be the number one selling drivers all around the world. So you got to go out, get fit, try them out. Same deal with the, the fairway woods. And following Dave, don't be afraid to try the model, right? Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm a good player. There's no way I'm going to play the max. Or, you know, hey, I'm a beginning golfer. No way I should play the Sub-Zero. Give him a try, and uh, I think you'll be surprised. I'll, I'll sign off by saying, for, this is a secret, guys. For the last, like, couple months, I've had a Rogue driver head cover in my bag. Yeah. But when you pull the head cover off, it was not a Rogue. Wow. <laughs> it was a Maverick. Contraband. And it was hidden. I didn't let anyone see it. But I will say that um, I've probably driven the ball better in the last two months than I have maybe ever. I heard you're hitting just about every single fairway and just hitting bombs. Almost. That's almost <laughs> true. Almost true, but not quite. But um, no, this, this is good stuff. But that's just one man's opinion. Don't take my word for it. Go get fit. That's why we're here in the fitting room. Okay, guys, a public service announcement here as we wrap up. A couple key bits of information. Fitting... Fitting for this club, you can go get fit today. So starting today, everywhere should have it. Um, and you can pre-order the club today as well. You can take the club home, uh, anything from the Maverick line, on January 23rd. So that's just a mere nine days from today, uh, the 14th, when this podcast is being released. So it, Maverick's here. It's, uh, we can go, get, go try it today. Um, a couple other really important bits of information. Um, the Fitting Room Live returns to Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio every Monday night at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. That's where you can ask us your fitting questions live on the air, and we will break it down for you and help your golf clubs perform the best for you. John joins me on that show all the time. we got Garrett on that show. We've got Dave on that show. So some of the best minds there. Um, we are starting 2020. Our first episode will be January 27th. So that will be the first one of the year. And then we'll be every every Monday night, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, and, of course, The Fitting Room is part of the wonderful Callaway Podcast Network. Um, so listen to The Ship Show, The Girls in Golf Podcast, and, of course, uh, The Putter Podcast. And then, finally, head over to CallawayGolf.com. Check out the Driver Selector Tool. It's a great way to start uh, figuring out which Mavericks you want to test um, based on some really easy questions uh, and we'll get uh, some recommendations for you there. Um, this episode of The Fitting Room was produced by Trevor Miglarino and Tyler Sheehan. We will be back a bunch over the next couple weeks with all the information you need to know on the 2020 product lineup from Callaway and how to make sure uh, you have all of the clubs fit best for you only here on The Fitting Room.